For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. In the name of Jesus. It seems that everyone likes baby Jesus the best. There's a bit of letting your guard down when it comes to interacting with children and babies, especially when they aren't your kids. Everyone always wants a picturesque, photo-worthy Christmas, and the baby Jesus apparently allows for such a thing. Nice photo op for the family by the nativity or by a tree or Santa. Christmas cards with sanitary photoshopped families with a sanitary photoshopped nativity or at least a wintry scene. So is it really the baby Jesus everyone's fawning after? A baby's approachable. In our minds, we've also got the likable shepherds in a beautiful countryside under serene starlight along with some majestic, only somewhat startling angels. Angels more in line with Jim Shore or Precious Moments rather than what the Bible actually describes. We imagine ourselves following the shepherds, visiting the baby Jesus, maybe cooing over him, cuddling him. Little infants are so cuddly. And then you just leave him in the manger. Yes, baby Jesus, just like every other kid that isn't yours, is approachable, but just as equally leavable. You can leave him behind without a second thought. No guilt. Someone else to take care of him. Move on. Off to your life. Rinse and repeat next year. Baby Jesus is everyone's favorite because most fail to wrestle with who baby Jesus actually is. It's true. If you were there that night, you would have seen newborn infant Jesus. Didn't even know a word. 100% newborn. But he's not your standard newborn. Christmas hymns, along with the Christmas carols that actually deal with who Jesus is, try to wrestle with the angel's sermon. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. That baby isn't just some kid. He's Christ. He's Lord. God. So it's no joke to say the little cuddly infant is still omnipotent. The babe, the son of Mary, is the eternal word and son of God. We too must wrestle with the angel's sermon about Jesus. For Jesus isn't just the Jesus of the manger. He grew up. Nails, spear shall pierce him through. The cross be born for me. For you, for our not-so-sanitary, not-so-easily-photoshopped families. For the Jesus of the manger is the same Jesus of the cross, the Jesus of the empty tomb, the Jesus sitting on heaven's throne right now, the Jesus who instituted baptism and communion for you, the Jesus with scars, who will judge you on the last day, for there is only one Jesus, born Savior of shepherds and the world, and you, Savior in a manger, 
but a Savior who grew up and actually did some saving. Many approach the infant Jesus with just only passing wonder and affection. He had no former majesty that we should look at him, no beauty that we should desire him, Isaiah prophesies. And so the innumerable angels give way to a handful of shepherds. Then the magi, eventually just his two parents. The 5,000 who were fed by Jesus reduce to just 12 apostles. And 11 of those 12 apostles scatter with only John at Calvary. Many no longer follow after Jesus, certainly not to Calvary, nor the daily cross and death Jesus gives disciples in baptism. But eventually all, you and me too, will have to stand before grown-up Jesus on the last day. He'll judge, and his sentence will have no end. You see, kids just keep growing. With our own kids, we see them change and grow from baby to adult. With other people's kids, just a little time passes, and then we can go, I didn't recognize him. The danger with Jesus isn't that we won't recognize him. Hard to miss the guy with nail scars glowing brighter than the sun. No, it's that our lifetime will pass, and he'll go, I don't know you. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. And he wasn't anywhere else except wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. In the, in the manger, the eternal Son of God lay for you. There he was, flesh and blood, forever flesh and blood for you. And he is not yet done being your Savior. He's just wrapped and lying in, a, in some different mangers to make you, your heart, and your daily life his. Dismiss your own opinions and feelings and think of the scriptures as the loftiest and noblest of holy things, as the richest of minds which can never be sufficiently explored, a field that can never be completely harvested, so that you may find that wisdom which God there lays before you in such simple guise as to quench all pride. There you'll find the swaddling clothes and manger wherein Christ lies. To Christ the angel pointed the shepherds. Simple and lowly are the swaddling clothes, but dear is the treasure, Christ, who lies in them. God's word for you. So also the bread and wine are the manger to bear Christ's flesh and blood into your mouth for the forgiveness of your sins, that his forgiveness, his peace, and even he himself would dwell in your heart by faith alone. As Jesus says, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. No wonder, after saying that, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. Everyone apparently likes baby Jesus the best, or at least seeing their kids or grandkids play Mary, Joseph, shepherds, or angels. Many assemble just at some idol of his long-since-decayed and crumbled manger. But those whom he gathers to follow in his train 
from him himself receive their babe of Bethlehem, their crucified and risen Lord, their eternal friend, Savior, and God. He grew for 33 years or so and traveled toward one goal, his death at Calvary, your salvation. He delivers that salvation in his word and sacraments. He is your redeemer, not just in the manger and on the cross, but in the manger of his word and altar, that he would be your redeemer and your vindicating judge on the last day. Please pray with me. O oh God, you make us glad with the yearly remembrance of the birth of your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that as we joyfully receive him as our Redeemer, we may with sure confidence behold him when he comes to be our judge. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.